Welcome to another episode of the Le Boogie Podcast. This is your host, Josh Kirkman. Actually recording this from a boat that's sailing across the Atlantic Ocean, but there's enough Wi-Fi to upload an episode for you all. That's the sound of water flowing past my head. Um, this episode is with a really special person in Australian bodyboarding, Mandy Zirin. Some of you may not know Mandy. Um, she she probably hasn't been as visible as a bodyboarder since the good old days a decade or so ago. Uh, but a really classic rider, a really stylish person in and out of the water and uh, a real pleasure to sit down with her and catch up and um, and interview her for the podcast. We go to a few places, um, talk about you know her career, sexuality, uh, a few interesting things that are a little bit maybe different for the podcast but really important to talk about so um, really hope you enjoy it, I hope you get something out of it and a huge thanks for Mandy for being such a legend and sharing her story. Enjoy. Alright, welcome to another episode of the Le Boogie Podcast and I'm sitting here with the Queen of Australian Bodyboarding, or one of the Queens of Australian Bodyboarding, certainly, Mandy Zira. We're just sitting, where are we sitting? Let's frame the location, because this is kind of special. It is a pretty special spot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I grew up here, with him my whole life. Um, this is the first reef that I've ever surfed in yeah. Avalon. Mm-hmm. Um, super fun, right-hander, mm-hmm. challenging when you're younger, but, oh, and still when it gets big, it's, it's still pretty, it's pretty heavy out there. Yeah. Um, but it's a perfect wave. Mm. It's super mechanical, fun little barrel. Yeah. It's awesome. What's it called? Little Avalon. <laughs> LA. LA. Um, yeah. It is a pretty classic little spot. Um, I've had, I've been fortunate enough to get a barrel out there before, and it, it is deceptive because it does kind of seem like it's playful and easy from here when you look yeah. down on it. But when you're in it, it's kind of intense. It's really like drawing off that reef and. Yeah, it it's is. A fun yeah, spot. if you're paddling into it, you gotta, you know, you gotta commit. Yeah, it's a real commitment, like, for sure. But for once sure. you once you're down and you're in the barrel, it's yeah. so mechanical. Yeah, it's exactly. Super, super predictable. Yeah. Is this where you started? Yeah. Avalon. So, is this where it all started yeah, so for you? Yeah. So North Avalon, so the other end of the beach. Yeah. Um, there's this super. They call it the North Ave Freight Train oh, Express. So right there's on. a little rip that just takes you straight out the back. Mm. Um, so you can go out the back, or there's a little um, rip bowl that breaks inside. So yeah. that's pretty much where I grew up surfing. Okay. And the, I, my grandparents live up on the headland up there. Okay. So cool. I spent probably my first eight years just living just up hanging there. up there. We got a little track that, that goes down to the beach. So. Sounds fucking horrible. Yeah. Terrible upbringing. <laughs> Terrible. And uh, my high school is like literally right behind really? the sand dunes. Really. Yeah. So, so just there. Yeah, literally just super behind there. Wow. So every morning, every afternoon, we're in that car park. That helps. That helps, yeah. Who were you booging with in the beginning? Uh, Benny Player. Who's just, he? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who is he, exactly? So Benny and Tobe. So yeah. um, Benny and I are the same age. We went to school together. Yeah. 
Um, lived on the same street, we were like two doors down. Heavy. So we used to just ride our bikes to school, surf. Um, yeah, it was basically like my little brother. So. That's amazing. And Gherkin. Yeah, Gherkin. Guys, Tate. Yeah, the boys. Um, so yeah, there was such a big crew here back then. Mm. You know, bodybuilding was, it was massive. I love it how you yeah. tried to turn your phone onto silent instead you played a movie. There we go, I'll fix that. Gone girl. Gone girl Gone just started girl. playing. <laughs> Yeah, that I was wondering where the sound was coming from. Um, um, yeah, I'd right, rather so watch a movie than do Yeah, exactly. No, we'll be right back <laughs> after this movie break. Um, um, yeah. So, yeah, massive crew of yeah. bodyboarders. Um, that's sadly not here today. No. There's maybe, I don't know, maybe I can say I see about five bodyboarders. Grommets surfing out here today. Yeah, it's pretty hectic. Which, you know, back in the day, you'd go out and there's at least 20. Totally. You know? Totally. It's sad. It's, yeah, it's really sad. And actually, I went to the Pro Tour contest at Whale Beach a few months ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. And um, it was kind of sad to see that, yeah. you know, that crowd and it's just not there. I think I don't really have the answer for what needs to be done, but something needs to be done to, you know, give the sport a bit of a lift. Shot in the arm. Yeah. Because you were on the tour, at, well, the Aussie tour, I think, is maybe one of the most of the the time that we got to bodyboard together and hang out was, because there was that Aussie tour period which was like golden, right? Yeah. Like it was late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. And those were massive comps, right? Huge. Yeah. And drew massive crowds. Yeah. Like you would have people everywhere. Exactly, exactly. Um, even in secluded areas, you know, yeah. people would come far and wide just to, to watch. And the talent was, you know, it was amazing. For, oh, it was a world guys, tour essentially. For guys and girls. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, you know, Lily, Kira, France, yep. Stephanie, yep. when she went to Australia. Yeah. Um, yeah, so many girls. And yeah. sadly, that's just, it's not here today. Nah. But I guess with the massive surgeons of women surfing. Yeah. Um, sadly, there's just not a future for, for women. Even for the guys, it's, it's hard to, to make money. Oh, totally. It's near impossible. It's not sustaining, but looking back on it all, coming back to the youthful Mandy that's like kicking it with the little brother Ben Player, um, was that was it was it that was it just the period that drove your reason behind being on a bodyboard rather than a surfboard? Because this is a surfing yeah. place, right? You yeah. know, there's a lot of surfers here still, probably more than bodyboarders oh, were at definitely. the time. Yeah. So, what drove that decision for you? Like, why a bodyboard? Um. I think when I started, um, you know, there was Riptide, there was massive, yeah. um, big push for magazines overseas. I think it was huge. Yeah. You know, and Jay Real, Mike Stewart, um, Hannah McGee, you know, all those, they were just absolute legends, you yeah. know, and, and, and it was there. It was, you know, we had videos, we had amazing magazines. Um, there was just a huge push in the sport then. Mm. So, yeah, I guess it grew from there. I, I did do both, but I, don't, I can't tell you why, but yeah, yeah, I just loved the bodybody. Yeah. And it just stuck. It stuck. But it sounds like you had a good crew. It sounds like you yeah. were part of a good crew. Yeah, yeah 100%. Um, yeah, like I had it here in mm. front of my eyes, yeah. you know, so I, I had people to look up to and follow, and, mm. and I was a tomboy, so I just did whatever the boys did. So, <laughs> um, 
yeah, and that was a massive push, you know, like, and for me to be able to learn from, from those guys who were, yeah. like, top of the sport. They were, yeah. yeah. Definitely, you know, it definitely helped, so. Did, um, did you feel, because we were just talking before we started rolling, um, and I keep looking back at the camera to make sure it's recording all the time because there's all these, like, it's stressful, you know, like when you're recording because you don't want to get through a whole interview. And we don't go, want to do By it the again. way, it didn't record. Do I've done that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's okay, I'll just go back to my movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You watch your film again. But um, what was I going to say? So, yeah, so we were talking about how you, you were part of, like, a super team at one point in bodyboarding, and it was kind of incredible... And I just feel like, if anything, it seems like we've kind of stepped back from that. Like, what was the super team? Kind of, who was in that team? And I'm referring to the Quicksilver team at the time. The Dave Appleby team. brought you all together. Dave Appleby. Yeah. Um... She's famous around here. Everybody <laughs> start. We haven't been able to start for half an hour because everybody <laughs> wants to bloody talk to Mandy. All right. It's pretty social up here. Yeah, we are in pretty social. Um, who do we have? Garth McGregor. Garth. Toby. Yeah. Yep. Michael Crawley. Yep. Tim Nippard. Yeah. Myself. Yeah. Who else is there? there? You don't want to miss anyone. I can't miss anyone. I don't feel like I'm you have. I'm trying to think of the uh, the cuboard bunch. Yeah, exactly. Video. I think you're pretty close. Am I missing one? I don't know. Now I'm thinking about it too. I'm so sorry about missing two. Um, well, Dave was on it too. Himself. Yeah, he was on there too. I reckon that must be it. So, there were no other women on it. No, no. You were the only. You were certain of that. Yeah. Yeah. That was for sure. So some dude missed I, out. Whatever. I, yes. <laughs> I, I feel so fortunate that I had that opportunity. Yeah. In bodybuilding. Yeah. Um, I know. I remember that Rebecca Villarino was also sponsored by Quicksilver. Mm -hmm. Um, I think she'd maybe stopped competing At once the yeah the cuboid bunch started. Mm. Um. Yeah, just super lucky to, to be involved in that. And we got to go to, you know, the first time I went overseas, I got to go to Tahiti, yeah. yeah. Um It still wasn't even that well known back yeah, then. I remember yeah. looking at, um, um, Bill Morris was the photographer that came with us. Yeah. I remember looking at photos in a magazine. I'd never seen it before and I was, my heart was just like, come on. You freaking go, out? Yeah, freaking out. yeah. That was literally the first yeah. week I've ever served. Yeah. And that's like covered with, Nice soft green. It is really nice. It's nice and soft. Not like sharp. Um, it's not chokes. chokes. Not chokes. So yeah, that was the first time I'd ever laid eyes or heard about this way. It was yeah. actually on the plane going over there. And <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But just amazing experiences. Like I got to go to Europe, Hawaii. You know, we'd all fly together as a bunch. Sometimes it was hard being the only girl. Yeah. I was about to go there. That was where my thinking was going. I was like, what was it really like to be part of that bunch? Yeah, it was, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was great. But, you know, sometimes, especially when I was 17, 18, you know, <laughs> yeah. you're, pretty, you're pretty young and they're surfing massive waves and sometimes mm. I'd be like, oh, like, you know, super intimidated and just have to say, no, mm. I, I can't go. Yeah. I remember the first wave we went to in Tahiti was breaking right on the rock shelf. Okay. Do you remember every, which every, one it was? One of the other passes, yeah. though, by the sounds of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I remember the name, but even the guys were like freaking out. Okay. It was just breaking literally right on the rock shelf, and I was just like, no, Sick. Like, you know, and, and that's, that plays on your mind when you're young, you yeah. know, like you want to feel like you can do everything. And, yeah. But then you have to step back and go, you know what, even the guys are, are scared, you know, so yeah, that, that would be pretty hard sometimes. 
And I remember staying in um, Barton Lynch's house, you know, at sunset. sunset Just name it? dropping the Just whole way through this. Yeah, yeah, sure, you stayed at Barton's. Oh, First name? Um, BL. BL. Um, because of frother and surfing. Yeah, the first time I went to Hawaii, we woke up, we flew in New Day. I remember waking up, it's like 25 feet. Yeah. And I'm like, what am I doing? You know, like, this is good. Yeah. But amazing to see, you know, that raw energy and power. And, and you just you just learn all, along the way, you know. You learn from the guys, you learn how to stand up for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, massive learning experience. Yeah. But we had so much fun. Yeah. And just to be a part of that team, you know, like we literally became a family. Yeah, it was crazy when it happened too. And on top of that, you actually had Nick Mesritz shaping the boards, right? It wasn't yeah, Mez behind the scenes yeah, there? He yeah, was the yeah, board shaper, yeah, if I remember. Shaper, yeah. So you not only had like the best riders in one moment, but you had like the best shaper in the world yeah. as well, driving the kind of, yeah, exactly. Like it must have been wild like to have that. Yeah. Mm. And you know, like sometimes you pinch yourself, like am yeah. I living in this fairyland? Yeah. You know? Yeah, and you had to work hard for it because totally. you knew at any minute it could be taken away from you, and it kind of that's what eventually happened. what happened. How long happen. was the dream team together for then? How how long was that period? It wasn't a huge. It must have been maybe three years. Yeah, four that's what years. I was thinking. Um, and then, um, yeah, then I think Dave left Quicksilver. <clears throat> someone down in Torquay took over the bodyboarding team, and then ah, just okay. slowly started axing the whole team. Yeah. And they left Ben and I on, I think, for another year. And then I just remember getting... I don't even think I got a phone call. I think oh, I got a letter. Oh, which is pretty, like, you know... I, I think I'd been writing with them for five years. Yeah, exactly. And just get a letter in the, um, in the mail saying, terminated. And it was the same for Ben, you know? But was there just one word? In the I, was, I, was I was just imagining a big bold print. Terminated. 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 Yeah, um, okay. So, yeah, it was pretty, pretty heartbreaking, you know? Like, that was my biggest sponsor. That's yeah. what was getting me to all the contests. Everything um, slowed down after that, eh? Yeah, all your pro like that was clothes, wetsuits, yeah. boards, and then for that just to, to go, like, yeah. it's a pretty big sport. Brutal. And it's basically, you know, in Australia, the sport's just not a thing. Surfing's yeah. up here, bodyboarding's yeah. here, and yeah. you know, I guess someone in Quicksilver back then didn't really like bodyboarding. Digging the sponge, so, which is yeah. pretty normal for that. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's not abnormal that some surfer dude takes up the role of marketing and sees there's a bunch yeah. of lid riders on the team and goes, what the fuck yeah, am I meant yeah, to do with those? Some sharkies. Yeah, exactly. Get them out. Did so, you bounce back from it? Um, I, yeah, it, it took a, a while, you know. You've got yeah. to stop and you've got to reassess and, um, and you know, try and figure out what we're going to do from here. But yeah. it wasn't only Quicksilver. There was, I think, Bill, the Billabong team riders got axed as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just a massive shift in, in yeah. bodyboarding back then. So, yeah, it was the dream. You know? Yeah, totally. But not to say after that it wasn't, you know, I, I rode for Donnie McCready for yep. Hydro for a few years and yeah. um, Billabong for a couple of years. It wasn't like, like, you know, like the dream team. Nah. Um, you were on the then, Nomad crew for a bit too, weren't you? Didn't yeah, you join Nomad, Nomad for a little yeah. while? I think two. I rode for Tubes first. Tubes. Tubes back Classic. in the day. This is my first sponsor. That's cool. Um, but then, yeah. So basically, after that, I had to work. Oh like, no! Work. Fuck. The W work. Yeah. What did um, you do? I was in hospitality. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, basically. You're hospitable. It was the, 
It makes sense. I, I try to do that. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Um, so, yeah, I, I literally work locally. Yeah. All my bosses were cool. They knew yeah. what I was doing. So if I had to take time off, I took time off. But, yeah, when I was at home, I just I worked really hard just to save money. Yeah. I had a bit of money coming in from sponsors, but yeah. definitely not enough to get you, you know, overseas. Yeah. And then I started taking out bank loans to get me oh. overseas. Yeah. Right. Um, this sounds like, did this all work out? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe borrowed a bit of money off the parents. But I guess, yeah, in the end, I, I couldn't sustain nah. You can't sustain it. You know, it's like mentally, physically, you know, you, you, you're trying to surf every day. Yeah. Train, work, improve, yeah. improve um, trying to keep sponsors that you have, yeah. trying to get more sponsors. Like, and it's, I'm not complaining at all. No. Like, I had, I've had the best time. There. Yeah. It's just, you know, it wasn't as easy as what people you kind of, you know, oh, you just all you do is surf around the world. Yeah. I worked pretty hard to, you know, to be able to, to do that and sustain being on the world tour. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's I love the sport. Yeah. It's amazing. You know? It gave me, gave me everything really. Like, yeah. and that was all that I knew was bodyboarding. And the, the finances didn't bother me you know, nah. back then. You're young, you don't, yeah. you don't really think about the future or whatever. What you really. want to do is be on the tour. It's, it's one big family. Oh, and it's awesome. Like, I mean, it, it was always awesome. I think the last time we would have caught up was when the tour went through, I think there was a comp in the US and New Jersey. And I think that was probably the last time I saw you. And we were there yeah. for the Jenks Pro. That's right. And then, uh, but these were good days. I mean, I interviewed Dave Winchester the other day. And you know, same kind of thing. He was around that scene as well with us, that kind of next gen. And, and you know, he just looks back and he's very happy about all that time spent. Yeah. And you, like this comp down in Kayama, you know, like it was literally just like a reunion for all, all generations. Yeah. You know, we had like the heritage guys, so Appleby and Ross Hawk and all that were there and Bullet and Matt Riley. And you know, it's pretty awesome. And they're just all catching up and all the Shark Island boys are there yeah. too. And then on the next level, you know, like Winnie turns up to a comp and, you know, and Ben's there and Toby and, you know, like it's kind of another level of reunion. And so, yeah, I feel like there's yeah, this there's like, a, there's a big yeah, there's now, a lot there you know, now. Yeah, there's a lot there, but nobody's complaining. No. Nobody's I, complaining. I think that, you know, I, I've always thought this, that um, I feel like bodyboarders have a different kind of, Outlook on life, and you know, they're just there to enjoy the sport. It's not yeah. really, they're not about the money. Yes, it helps because we you all need, need it. money and we need to get to contests. But the, the people that the love that bodyboarders have for the sport, you yeah, know, just it, it's even going to the Jeff Wilcox, I think that's the only contest I've been going to in the last yeah. 10 years. Sick. It's so fun just yeah. to see everyone, you know, yeah. catch up, yeah. surf a few heats, put the jersey back on. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's it's amazing. It is. It is. And it's like because you travelled, like I've travelled with you for so long, like yeah. I saw you today. Yeah. It's like I saw you yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we all exactly. have this common history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like no one can ever take that away from you. So. Nah, it's really. It's sweet. pretty amazing. Yeah, it's a strong community. Yeah. It's it's pretty wild. Like when I got back into it, I I was kind of blown away at the. Just the welcome back, as if nothing happened. Yeah. You know, because I was out for 10 years and didn't even talk yeah. to anyone. And then, you know, I remember sitting out of pipe because I just went to pipe for fun. And, and I'm sitting out there, it's massive. I'm freaking out. And Hub just paddles out. I'm like, oh, hey, Hub, it's Josh. He goes, 
like, yeah, I know. And I'm like, oh, cool. How you doing? He goes, yeah, good. What, the, what are you doing here? I'm like, oh, sort of come surf pipe. And he's it's like, whoa. You know, right. and it's really cool. And, yeah. you know, then, you, then you're hanging out with these guys and everybody's stoked. And, yeah, it's like they... I think with bodyboarders, we all get, like, because we all know the same struggle. Like, we all know that, like, okay, I may not see that person for a while because they're working and trying to get on top of yeah. other things in life, but they're going to, when they're back, it's not weird. They didn't abandon yeah, yeah, us. Yeah, they yeah. just were busy yeah, doing, other, doing things. other things. Important. And thing. people come back, people go, people leave. Yeah. I Super think that cool. that's the, the hardest thing. So I probably, I stopped competing probably 10 years ago. Yeah. I could honestly say, like, I struggled big time. Like, to adapt to not being to, the bodyboarder? Yeah, to not bodyboarding. Yeah, yeah I guess it's, it becomes your identity. Yeah, it's a huge problem for me. You lose your, like, your friends. Yeah. Um, all of a sudden, you don't have these goals. You, you know, physically, you're not working as hard. Yeah. Um, I felt not as driven. Like, mm. I was really lost I, mm. for, like, a good five years. Mm. To the point where I couldn't even watch bodyboarding. Oh, me too. Read a magazine, Same problem. It's like, oh, I can't do it. Like, yeah. It's, it's like really a piece of you is missing. Was it like a breakup? It's like a breakup. Yeah. It was huge. A little bit, right? Like you know, like well, like I can't look at that person anymore. They the, yeah. there's too much pain, and yeah. they don't love me, yeah, and I don't yeah. love them, and blah blah blah. And it wasn't like I decided to leave the sport or I didn't want no. to compete. It was. You got um, dumped. I got dumped. <laughs> <laughs> Running with this analogy. Running <laughs> with it. Dumped by bodyguard. Yeah. Just financially, and yeah. I've got a long history back problems. So yeah, you mentioned that. You know, it's not like you go, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. Like that love and that passion, it's all still there. Yeah. But it's all just taken away from you in an instant. Yeah. And you just got to reevaluate life and, you know what I mean? Bodyboarding, competing since you're 15, 16, yeah. that's all you know. So you got to all of a sudden go, okay, what's next? Like, mm. you know, what can I do? It's not easy, especially when you've lived a life where you've done something that you love. Like, mm. not many people can say that. Yeah. And those that have done it are super lucky. So, you know what I mean? It's really hard to go into something else. I don't know. To think of working in an office, nine to five. Did you try that? Um, no. <laughs> that was going to say, I didn't think you'd even gone there. No. I tried it. I tried it. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah, yeah you're not yourself. Yeah. yeah. The only way I could deal with it was like, I remember I decided just to start wearing a funny tie to work, like a piano key necktie, just to like, just, just to not take it seriously <laughs> yeah. at all. But yeah, yeah. it's it, so that transition away, I mean, for me, the hard bit, and maybe you got a similar experience in here because it's a pretty tight knit community around Av Avalon and stuff, but like, even like four years after I'd stopped bodyboarding and done nothing at all with it, right? Zero to do with it, hated it. Same yeah. thing, you couldn't yeah, look at it. Yeah. And people, I'd go to like, uh, you know, like Christmas is big in Foster and you bump into fucking everyone that's ev everyone who knows anyone even by one degree. And they would say, oh yeah man, cool, how's the, how's the tour? And I'm like, and it'd be this like little knife in my heart. <laughs> yeah. And I'd be like, I've got to explain yeah, how I hate it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And like, was that a thing that would happen around here with you? Because people knew you as Mandy, the bodyboarder? Yeah, like even soon, like... Today? Today, people <laughs> like, oh, you're still competing, and you're like, nah. Nah. <laughs> Ten no. Ten years. No, been a while, It's but heavy, huh? Yeah, it is. And they're so happy to ask the question too, right? When yeah. they ask you, they're yeah, not asking yeah. you to like, 
to make fun yeah, of you for still doing it. Yeah, exactly. It's a yeah, positive. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. But, you know, like, because of my back, yeah. I, I think it was maybe two years where I couldn't even bodyboard. I couldn't even walk to the beach. Like, yeah. And I lived across the road from the beach for a while. That sucks. So I think it, it was even... I just, I couldn't even do it. Yeah. So that made it even harder, you know? Like, that knife was like... Yeah. But then, um, so I did a small procedure in my back. Yeah. Um, cool. Where they go in, they burnt a nerve, just through keyholes. Burnt a nerve. Burnt a nerve. Okay. Um, which you know, it's a small procedure, but they're playing with your nerves. So, mm. You know, and you don't know what could happen. Yeah. Anyway, I fixed it, but then I started surfing because I still couldn't bodyboard. Just the whole. Oh, the arch in the back was problem. Kicking. Ah. Um, so I started surfing. So that gave me back. Okay. Some cool. kind of, and it was like learning to surf all over again. Because you look for different ways. Yep. You know, all of a sudden standing up, not laying down. Did you find that you were thinking like a bodyboarder though when you were riding the surfboard? Yeah. yeah. Too deep on and a lot of waves? Yeah. yeah. So then I had to start surfing, you know, like small, fat. But you know what? I don't care about that anymore. Like, no. I'm, I'm so happy surfing the one foot wave on a longboard or yeah, it's rad. just just even just to be in the ocean. I don't care about swimming. Have you done the that. sup have you taken the step to sup? Um I did I bought one. Oh ah, what? I, I used it twice and I sold it. Okay, good. <laughs> good, we sorted that out. Yeah, That's yeah. good we got through that. Jeez, this interview is nearly over. Yeah. Thinking um, about bringing, yeah. getting the old knee board out. Well, that's, we just bumped into Tim Benighton, right? He's a he's a Nilo. He, he, a Nilo. Didn't he say kneeboards? Yeah, kneeboards. You call it Nilo. Well, a Nilo, yeah. yeah Nilo, okay. Well, I maybe don't know I'll what get else. On the Nilo. We should try. Maybe it's what you need. <laughs> maybe. 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 Um. I noticed before we kicked off, you got a beautiful ring on your finger. Engaged. Engaged. For how long? Ten years. <laughs> <laughs> the ten-year engagement. What? Well, we couldn't get married before. Yeah, let's go there. Um, let's go there. Yeah. And now we can. And now you can get married. So but this is because you're in a same-sex relationship? Yes. What's your partner's name? Hilla. 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 Cool. Hilla. Um, my little Juju. <laughs> She's Jewish. She's Israeli. I can call her Juju. <laughs> yeah. um, so yeah, we, we met, um, wow, like 13 years ago? Yeah. Here, she was here on holidays. Well, yeah, not meant to say she was working. She oh was yeah, working. not working. <laughs> she just wasn't working. Volunteering at cafes. Um, she worked at a cafe. That <laughs> of course, right. I frequented, <laughs> and then I started to started to frequent it more often. Yeah, cool. Um, and then two weeks after we met, she had to go back to Israel. Oh. Um, and then they wouldn't let her back out of the country. Um, just for visa reasons, so... she have to do military service or anything stupid yeah, like that? Yeah, Already did it? Yeah, already okay, did Okay, cool. Because um, I heard you have to do it, right? You yeah, don't yeah, get away from that. No. But they want to do it. Yeah. They're happy to do it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I would be unhappy to do it. You, you know what? After spending time there and with the Israelis, like, it really gives them purpose. And yeah. I mean, I'm not saying they should go or shouldn't, but... I see what it does for people's characters right. and, and the way they grow up, and it's pretty amazing. Do they get their shit together a bit better? Like, are they a bit more like, yeah, yeah, I could probably use it. Yeah, I think I should. <laughs> I think I should have gone and done it. <laughs> um, 
yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's not great what they, yeah. they're all not fighters, they're all not nah, in nah. combat, you know. Some yeah. people have office jobs, but the discipline and what it gives them for their future is yeah. it's pretty amazing. Nah, it's probably pretty handy. It is. Structure your day a bit better. Make your bed. Make your bed and know how to make the bed. Probably. Shine shoes. And, and um, do some craft maga yeah. and just nail they people. They don't muck around. Like there's nah. no black and white. Like I always sit and procrastinate about yeah. something for days. Yeah. And it's pretty frustrating for my partner. Because, yeah. You know, she's just like, okay, okay, we'll get it done. But that's also my character. You know? yeah, we're Aussies. We're Aussies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're yeah, not yeah. meant to do stuff. Yeah. I think we're I'm hanging out here on the beach, <laughs> doing an interview on a what? A Friday morning. Yeah. When yeah. others are this busy, because it's yeah. it. This is it. But so you 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 met this uh, lovely curly-haired Jewish woman yeah. or Israeli woman yeah. in uh, in a cafe, not working, volunteering in the cafe, <laughs> and you obviously fell Sorry, in love. She's got a visa now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She's got a visa. All good. All good. You fell in love. Yeah, we did. That's we, cool. We did. And I I wasn't out then, you know. Like, no, I mean you haven't always been. No. Out. No. Yeah, so this must have been weird. So that was that was probably one of the biggest challenges I've ever had to face. I'm sure. Um, so yeah, so literally, yeah, we fell in love. She had to go back to Israel. Um, I was still competing. Yeah. You know, I still had to go and do my thing. She couldn't yeah. come back to Australia. And the only way for me to, to see her was to go to Israel. Yeah, right. So I then had to tell my parents, like, otherwise why would I be going to Israel? <laughs> Well, you could have been backpacking um, for an yeah, extended got period. A contest. Yeah, yeah exactly. Got um, so that was yeah, it was a really tricky time in, in my life. And you know, that was like 15, 15 years ago. Yeah. And even back then, you know, a lot's changed in fifteen years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, back then, you know, I used to hear people talking about me behind my back oh. and all those things and the fear of coming out, you know, I'd, I'd had boyfriends and yeah. I wasn't the typical stereotype gay person. You but know? is there what? one? Like, I know there, there's, there's there, characters in movies and whatnot and there seems to be these, uh, these yeah. stereotypes, yeah. but they're not real. They're not real. They're imagined. But imagine even back then, yeah. you know, and this is a, it's a pretty small town. Pretty conservative up. place too around and, here. And, well, yeah, everyone's kind of be different you'd move to the city yeah that's exactly what that's what i was thinking do. like people wouldn't stay here you'd be a bit different you'd go live in the city yeah and, you know this is i this is this is home this is home this is where i stay um i remember even i remember being at the big day out and there was like maybe two buses of people from here we all went together in the stadium yeah and i remember one of the guys from avalon i'm not going to say his name but we're seeing a massive grandstand and he just yeah. yells out Andy Zirin's gay oh. and you know like, people didn't what know did that, only... what did that have to do with anything exactly like yeah, why do you wild. even need to see that and that was like I just wanted to crawl under my seat and just yeah. not come out like it was like even now, like had I you get come a out though of, already? No. You must. Oh, okay. So no. this is just someone yelling this just out because they've got an idea, or they've heard something. Oh, okay. Or, you know, it's rumors. Like yeah, it's so sucks. funny. I even get it. My I can see you getting uncomfortable up. now. And yeah, like parents. There's only a handful of my friends. You know. That yeah. Do, and it's like that shit messes with your head. You know, sure. and you've got to deal with it. But you've got to put on a brave front and, and you know do the best you can. But. Mm. but yeah, like I went into full depression I'm sure. during that period of my time. Um, 
Whereas today, you know, like, hey, it's chill, fun. Cool. That's, it, it is what it is. But back then, you know, and to have to face your parents and tell them. And, yeah. You know. But thankfully, over that period of time, you know, it's, it's normal, you know. It's more talked about, it's yeah. more open. And, and um, we finally got some laws done in this country that let you, yeah. that ring there can be, you can get yeah. another ring. Yeah. Right? Awesome. Gotta get another yeah, one. I'm my yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, when you get around to getting a <laughs> yeah, wedding done. Getting wedding. But, um, You'll be invited. Oh, you You'll be there. You'll be there. I'll document. Um, <laughs> the How did you get out of the depression? Um, it took a while. Yeah. It took a while. Like, even, it was even a shock for me when I realised that I was gay, let alone you. Know, <laughs> Friends and family, like yeah. it's crazy. Like, you're yeah, just like, yeah. What? Like, where did this come from? But then I look back now, and it's obvious. You know, what I mean? yeah, at the time I mean, it wasn't. You know, in hindsight, it's obvious, but it wasn't then. So I had yeah. to not only my family or like you think that everyone else around me has to do with it, but I think it's more in your own head as well. But you've got to get your head around that. It's scary. It's mm, really scary. I'm sure. Um, and when you're young and you don't, you know, I was like 24 mm. around that age. It's really scary. And because I had sponsors, mm. I was worried what they would think, would I lose my sponsors? Yeah, wow. You know, like what were people going to say? Mm. Um, but, you know, if I look back now, I wish that I could go back and just go, fuck, that doesn't matter, that shit doesn't matter. Standing up at the big day out and saying, Mandy Zero, it is gay, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but it's a funny thing because. But you can't, yeah. you're scared. Of course, like, of course, of course. But like, how you're saying things are better today, but like, are they really better or not? Do you feel um, like if you were coming out today in I Australia, like you. Today, like, yeah. Everyone's like, cool, whatever. Much oh, you yeah. Know, like, my 10 year old niece, she's so good at it. Like, oh, okay. She talks to me about it and. She's like, people at school don't care if people are gay. What does it matter? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but there's some adults now that can't think like that. No. You know? So, you know, and it depends on your on your personality as well. Like, mm. I was really shy. I was quite a quiet person. You know, I wasn't really loud and boisterous. So, mm. I think also it depends on your personality, how you handle it mm. yourself. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I was super shy. And, So, you know, partly my fault, not my fault, no, no. but just the way that my character is. Where there's some people who are just like, bang, you've got to own it. You know, I didn't own it. I own it now. Yeah. You know, what, what does it matter? Like, no. it's a person. If you fall in love with a person, you fall in love with a person. I feel like it's also, like, I've, I've got other friends who are gay, and, like, I don't know, I feel like also, it's also, it's less about being, like, gay, but just kind of being like, I'm in love with that person. And yeah. that's a woman or that's a guy, yeah. and I can't help that. Exactly. Like, so, yeah. you know, like it's kind of more maybe, because it's not like, by the sounds of your story, it's not like you were necessary. like, did you meet, like, did you kind of know you were gay before you met your partner, or did you kind of meet your partner and go, oh, I'm. No, I, I knew. Ah, you knew? I knew. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. yeah. So you were um, grappling with that yeah, alone? Yeah, and I still, yeah. Well, yeah, so I'd, I'd seen a few girls yeah. before her. Um, the first one, obviously, was the hardest. I'm sure it's madness. Like, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I've, I've had boyfriends and, yeah. you know, I've been with a guy for like 
five years. I yeah, thought yeah, I was going to yeah. marry him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, this thing's presented to you, and you're just like, where did that come from? Like, yeah. so left the field. But yeah. in saying that, there was always something that wasn't quite right with me. Yeah. And guys. Like, like, I love guys. I think guys are beautiful. I, like, I love hanging out with guys, yeah. you know? I'm not a, I'm not a man hater. Nah, <laughs> you're not. Like she cuddled me when I saw her. She just cuddled me, and like there was no hate at all. She's cool. But there was just something sexually yeah. Yeah. that just wasn't right. And yeah. you're like, can I go against that? Nah. That's, that's just nah. That's nature. And that, yeah, it's awkward. And I tried. I tried for it to not be. You yeah. know what I mean? You try to push it aside. Yeah. It's not real. It's not real. But yeah. you, can't, you can't deny that. Nah. So. That's interesting. That's yeah. an interesting thing to, to go through because, yeah, like, um, is, it, is it about the same age? Do most people, do you know anything about, like, do most people come out in their early 20s? Is that usually when it happens? Or I guess there's cases of people there's, come out when they're, like, 50 and stuff as yeah, well, right? Like, there's so many cases of people, like, men or women, getting yeah. married, having kids. Yeah, doing and the then whole just, thing. Yeah, and then getting to a certain age and just going, you know what? Like, that must be hardcore. Yeah. To live a that whole would be life. Even harder. Could you imagine? For kids, for your partner. Yeah. You know? But and for yourself. And for yourself. To live yeah. like that. Because you could stay in that marriage. Yeah. For your kids' sake, for your husband's yeah. sake, for your wife's sake, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And just to not, you know, rustle with feathers, rock the Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you're the unhappy. Yeah. You know? It must be a heavy burden. Yeah, huge. Mm. huge. So, but I, yeah, I really do think it's much easier for people to come out these days. And yeah. Thankfully, you know, those times, because people have lost their lives, you know, mm. people commit totally. suicide because they can't handle that pressure of, of society and what people think. And, yeah. You know, I have a good friend of mine who's here, her son, he went to school here, he used to get bashed because he's gay, he used to get cigarettes put out of him, you know? And that's only a few years ago. That's sick. And that's, you that's know, so that's sick. so horrible. It is. Um, that's that he's gonna have psychological problems, you know, for the rest of his life. Yeah. Because Because he's a bit different and yeah. you know, he doesn't fit in into society. So Um, did the did the shift in legislation in Australia was there something in that that, that made you feel good? You know, do you get affected oh. by those moments or not? Yeah, yeah? It was okay. like, I remember, see, I think I had a, a tear in my eye just, just because you knew that the majority of the people in this, in this country are, are okay with that. You yeah, know, that yeah, it, yeah. it kind of gave you like, yeah, like, I don't know, it gave you a sense of pride, and not only for gay people, but for Australia as a society, yeah. you know, that, you know, we're open enough to, to think like that. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it did. It gave me a bit of like, like I'm not like we said before, like I'm not one to go into the city and go marching. And I don't know. Maybe I should. Maybe I should use my voice more. Or, um, Whatever. But, yeah, but you know. Using yeah. it now. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, I just think it was, it was a great thing. Yeah, not only for you know gay lesbians, trans. Australia as a whole. You didn't, I wasn't here when all that legislation was done and, and for me, you know, I was living in Sweden and, you know, gay marriage and equal rights and they've, they're just normalised since yeah. fucking yeah. decades. Yeah. 
And I'm just like, oh, please get it together. And I was yeah. like, please. It's embarrassing. Yeah. It's getting yeah. embarrassing. Like, how it's sustained. Even Ireland passed gay marriage legislation before Australia. And that's a yeah. more, way more conservative exactly. place than yeah. here. So I was, I was just tripping. Just like, and for me, it's not like, for me, it's just like this basic thing where it's like, I'm not, I just find it strange that people care one way or the other. I just find it an yeah, interesting concept. It like, affect like why do it, I, it why do I affect... care if she's gay or he's yeah. gay or wants to get married? Like, yeah. I don't care. Like, like it's what actually does it like affect? Like, so nothing, you had a problem with it, and I went and got married. What's nothing, it going to do to you? Nothing. nothing just nothing another party to go to. <laughs> it's fucking fantastic. Exactly. Fantastic. I, I actually watched the. Uh, can't quote the name of the uh, the movie, but I watched it on Netflix, and it was about the. Um, First women who got married in Spain. Oh, okay. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, right. And it really made me think, like, how unfortunate, you know? Like, they just got ridiculed and pushed down to society. I think in the end, one of them committed suicide. Just because you love someone. In love, yeah. Wild. That's wild. We're really on the love topic, aren't we? Yeah, no, but it's important. It's cool. It's good to to get onto it. Like, it's, um, it's just nice that people can. You know, you're, and, and the thing about, like, you're in a really long, loving relationship yeah. that hurts no one. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Yeah. Cool. Well, congratulations on your engagement 10 years ago. Thanks. Maybe we'll be another try and Try and fucking <laughs> get it together <laughs> and have a, have a good party. We will, we will. I mean, do you think about kids? Are you, are you interested in having um, kids and things like that as well? Do you want to build yeah, a family? We, yeah. We were almost there. Oh, yeah? We, yeah, last year. So I'm 40. You do not look 40, by the way. My partner's 40, thank you, Josh. Yeah. Um, probably because I don't have kids. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> um, what moisturiser are you using? I need to get I some of that. Oh. The Avalon Air. Damn, yeah, it is. Um, the water's different. But, yeah, I don't know. We, we started the process. Okay. I've always wanted to adopt. Oh, Ever okay. since I was a young kid, I've okay. always wanted to adopt All right. a kid. So you don't want that pain and suffering of a, no, of a pregnancy? No. Nah. It's never appealed to me. I've <laughs> cool. always wanted a kid. Okay, cool. But I can't explain that. Like, we even we went to the doctors, we went to blood tests, and all that. We took it that stage. Yeah. We just both never. Neither of you wanted to have we that just experience. We looked at each other one day and we're like, why haven't we gone further? Uh huh. Um, but that's okay. Uh. You know, I've got so many kids, like friends, kids, uh. family, you know, I feel, I feel like I've got so many kids yeah. it's great I can stand back I'm enjoying being an <laughs> uncle when I get like my, my siblings will hear this or see this I'm like he never fucking turns up anyway but I do enjoy the little moments I, I get see, with my I nephews see, and stuff video, so yeah like yeah. you know that's and I, but I can't handle the bit when they're just blobs yeah. like that's just like just whatever give them back yeah I don't yeah. I, I'll come back in two years when you've got a oh, character oh they're babies <laughs> yeah no fuck that yeah like I've got okay. nothing I've got nothing to offer are you going to have kids? I don't know no, I'm not in. I'm not in any. No, I'm not in. I'm more of a adapt to whatever happens in life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, like yeah. people ask us all the time, "You have kids?" And I'm like, "It just it hasn't happened." It's yeah, not exactly. That I go, "Oh, I wish I had a, I should have." No. It's just you know the circumstances in our lives that have you know personal things and that, and just it is what it is. You know? I, I I just find it interesting, and maybe I'm just really weird with about what, what I'm about to say here is just like. I just, it's hard for me to imagine planning to make that thing yeah. because it is full of pain and suffering and commitment for a lifetime 
like you know, you were borrowing money from your parents to go bodyboarding still yeah. when you're an adult. And it's like, fuck, imagine having to deal with that in the yeah. future. Like, it's like, I'm happy to donate money to many <laughs> causes, but I just can't, I just can't imagine planning that type of commitment in your life. Like, I just, it blows, it's something that if it happens for me, I'm like, okay, life has changed and now yeah. I will become the person I need to be. And you'll do it, yeah, and you'll be But like, 100%. otherwise, like, planning this shit, are you for real? Well, that's, that's what the problem is us can't happen naturally. We can't go off. Yeah, you got to actually have intent. Calling the hospital and sitting on a computer and searching for sperm. (laughs) It's a different game. I mean, that's what people do. That's what they have to do. There's people that can't have kids naturally, so they have to do that. But you know, it's it's bizarre. It's bizarre to sit there and go, okay, let's read his profile. Let's get. What is it? So this profile. Oh right. Is it this detail you can go to with? Yeah. Oh wow, this is incredible. Is a doctor, yeah, no you. way, you can see Pied. occupations. Pied. No, you can't see that. Yeah. No way. You can. Wow, you're totally designing. So we can design a baby, but Ooh, I just whale didn't... just jumped over. It kind of Sorry, didn't sit distracted. With us. <laughs> it didn't. Yeah, sure. Sit with us, and people might say, "Well, that's a negative or whatever," but that's just. Nah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's cool. We've uh, got so many kids around us that yeah. we we feel super lucky. Like we want to keep through that, we've got plenty to choose from. Nice. And willing parents to palm them off to you. Exactly. Well, I'm glad we touched on this subject. It's a tricky one. Um, I'm really happy for you and your partner to have the, the, the exact same freedoms that I've always had. That's nice. That I, we yeah, we can, can get on a plane, jump. Yeah, yeah, do whatever you want. Yeah. Good for you. Good completely, for you. completely normal. Yeah. Should have always been like that. <laughs> um, let's try and find a wrapping up point. I think like a good way to wrap up is to dive into your today. And like you have managed to find yourself back into the water. I mean, I, rem- I, I was following your Instagram and stuff to, just to see some beautiful photos of this area. Yeah. So you're, you're yeah. doing some really good photography. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so when I stopped bodybuilding, I was yeah. like, what's my... I always had a passion for yeah. Um, you know, when we were always away doing um, surf trips and yeah. photography, I always found myself Camera really, wasn't far away from like, you, yeah. really drawn to them. Yeah, and I was yeah. always asking them questions. Yeah. So when I stopped bodybuilding, I was like, okay, what's my way of staying in the sport, yeah. keep traveling, staying in the ocean? Yeah. And that was like a no-brainer. Yeah. That was photography. Yeah. Um, and I get just as stoked going out with my camera as I do surfing. Because you're swimming like, around too, right? You're in the water too. You're, you're not just on the land doing really that. I like bit. clouds. And yeah. So I'm so happy to sit with my camera and just watch it really get barreled or just shoot Beautiful. empty waves. Yeah. Like, like that gives me just as much joy as it does. So if I can't bodyboard, at least I can, I can do that. And you've got the passion then. You've got the passion in your day job. Yeah. And I guess all those years of surfing and bodyboarding, I already had an advantage. Oh, like it's hell hard, yeah. you know, it's hard work sitting yeah, out yeah, there yeah. with a camera and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of it is knowing where to sit, where to line yourself up, yep. how waves break, yep. um, so I was fortunate enough to already have that skill set under yeah. my belt. So a lot of the best photographers were bodyboarders. Yeah. I find a lot of the best yeah. water photographers were bodyboarders. Yeah. Tim Jones, Ian Stewart, yeah. you know, you got guys, um, Phil Gallagher, yeah. you know, there's a lot of great Water photographers, yeah. and they were all because they have that experience. Yeah. Like, it would 
Jefferson. Toby Player, player Lensman, also a DJ in his part time in another life. <laughs> DJ busy too. He loves a DJ. I laugh so hard when I love that. It's great. Um, shout out to Toby. <laughs> the party. So your so your photography is the thing that you do now. That's your day. That's your so thing. That's you do a, some yeah. weddings and stuff as well. You kind of mix yeah, it up now. Yeah, yeah. I've just stopped doing weddings. Oh, good for you. Good for me. That's a big I'm step so, in a photographer's I'm life, isn't so it? I'm so happy. Yeah, that's sick. I'm so happy. So Every I've, photographer's like, yeah, I don't do weddings anymore. And they're like, oh, you've, you've made that step. Yeah. yeah, I never set out to do weddings. No, who does? Yeah. <laughs> People are like, why? You make good money. But like, yeah, exactly. You make money, but you work. It's full on, right? It's full on. So, yeah, now I'm concentrating. I just um, launched my online print shop. Cool, that's why I went here. I was giving you like a plug. Oh yeah, there you This go. is what this was. That's what I want to do. I just want to take photos. And sell them. And sell them. Sweet. I have so many photos in there, you know, computer, hard right. drives. Um, no, I, I want to make a living out of them. And I can. Have that nor'easter just kicking up. Perfect time. Perfect time to get to the end point. So if people want to find you online, how do they find your... Um, your online print shop. You can go to my Instagram, Zim Photo, and there's a link uh, in the bio there. Yeah. Click straight onto the store yeah. or to my website, cool. andyzimphotography.com. Epic. Epic. Come and buy a print. Go buy a print. I'll print try and I'll share a few into the La Boogie Instagram so you can all appreciate the work that yeah. this woman does. Thank so you so much. Thank you. Was there anything Thanks else you wanted around. to get out before we before we finish it? Um, that's, oh, basically, I just want to see the sport start to, to grow. I actually feel like in the last year or so, it's going to, bodyboarding's coming up. I think it is. And I think, we, and I think it's amazing, you know, just the contest in Kayama, how yep. they have the, uh, the heritage. The heritage division. The old man's <laughs> division. Let's just call it that. That's actually more accurate. Sorry. <laughs> the heritage. Well, I'm, I'm calling myself old. I, I could be what are you now? 40? You're 40. 40. I'm 35. You're not that old. No. I mean, like, come on. Spring chickens. Yeah, real. 40's the new 30. Well, yeah. I hope so. Um, I think that having events and including, you know, that heritage um, division, yeah. it's amazing. It's no. a draw card. When I saw it, I was so bummed that I, I didn't have the chance to go down there mm. and just to see, you know, those guys still flocking, loving it. They were. They were. There's that, I mean, we've still got a long way to go though to get the women back into the scene properly. Like, there's some good ambassadors doing good work. Joanna and Isabella, Alexandra, um, Ayaka, the girls from Japan. Yeah. Like, there's some good women bodyboarding and the now. And level of their bodyboarding is pretty it's, high. It's great. Yeah. It's really huge. Um, yeah. But there's still this gap, like, we haven't quite figured out how to really bring it together. Yeah. And that's why I think this cue boards moment back in the day, like, credit to Dave Appleby and to those guys at the time for recognising you in that crew because yeah. it was like a really yeah. big uh, leap forward for women's bodybuilding for sure that you were mixing it up with those guys but we're, we're not back there yet we've no. got to we've gotta gone get backwards. a little yeah. bit a little bit I think but you know the systems and just everyone kind of getting together you yep. know and, and hanging out it and what you're doing with your podcast doing um, my best it's amazing yeah I just like talking to people you just want to talk shit yeah right? that's basically <laughs> it that's basically and the fact that you're back on tour. That, that's ripping. fun. Oh, well, I'm doing what I can. Yeah. Doing what I can, surviving. 
driving. Wearing me gaff, just in gas, case everything so goes wrong. Nah. All there's my hair much, fell out there. there. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's nothing there to protect it anymore. It's good though. But I'm okay it's with you. it. I'm okay. Who needs hair? Who needs hair? I'm okay with it. Overrated. Yeah, sure. Overrated. Well, thank you for this podcast. Thanks, Josh. Good to catch up. You too. See you. So there you go, the Mandy Zirin podcast, done. Hope you enjoyed that one. As I said, it really dealt with some um, interesting topics and um, in particular, you know, Mandy's kind of journey in life and, uh, you know, coming out... um, and things like that, which is a, a tough thing for many people out there um, dealing with their sexuality and whatnot. So huge thanks to her for, for sharing her story and, you know, going real personal, which is which is hard. So thanks a lot, Mandy. You're a legend. Um, the Laboogie Science Collab board's still a few available, trying to get them moving out before Christmas. So if you've got a loved one in mind who might want to get on the boogie, uh, these things were made for you. Uh, get in touch through Instagram or uh, email me at theboogiepodcast uh, at gmail.com and maybe I can get one of these sleds under your belly for Christmas. Anyway, stay tuned for much more and thanks for all the support. Bye.